You're listening to Shit Gamers Say, only on the Ohio State Podcast Network. Testing, 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 one, two, three, internet radio. Everybody, welcome to another episode. Shit, shit, gamers say this. This is the podcast for the week, the week of April twenty sixth, two thousand fifteen. I'm your host Joe Boda. With with me today is Peter. Peter. Joe, it sounds like you swallowed a poisonous frog. I I'm really <laughs> fucking drunk right now. Oh man! I don't fucking. <laughs> I've been drinking for five days. Joe, you don't give yourself enough credit. I'm you, functioning alcoholic. You, I try. You actually sound way better than this when you're actually drunk. <laughs> I try so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking hard. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm not that drunk. That was l- so many Snapchats from you, Joe. So many Snapchats. It's party week, USA. Last week at Ohio State for some. But not all, because I'm actually staying another semester. But that doesn't matter, because everyone else is graduating, so we need to make the best of it. Ah, yes. And so to celebrate our graduation, I pissed away the last week of Ohio State by just drinking. Dude, I feel like I'm going to do that once my last week comes. You need to. It's fun. It's just it's just stupid fun. Because so, what's, the, what's the point of like not doing it? I mean, I mean, you I'm, can. Once the last week comes, it's like I'm done. Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> the great thing about college is social norms go out the window. You, people are up until four getting food. Yes. People do not care about underwear anymore. <laughs> Nakedness is accepted. Okay. We routinely skip out on our responsibilities and on obligations. So who the fuck are you guys to tell me that I cannot go out drinking Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Who? I, I've never, I never once tried to stop no you. No one has ever tried to stop me except for the man. What? And the man can shove it. <laughs> who is this man? Serious, the, the, the man. Capital T, capital M. Jesus. The man. This is this is why people need to take more advantage of their college years because this is the one place where you will not be judged unless unless that person's a goody two shoes at which point who yeah. cares what they think Man, I wish that my I just can't wait until my classes are over so I can actually do something fun because I mentioned it earlier but I had responsibilities that made it so that I could not do anything fun this weekend. Uh, yes. But I so want to hear I, your stories, Joe. I also had responsibilities, and I shoved them. Mine, so, mine was an exam that is 15% of my grade, so I couldn't shove it. <laughs> that's unfortunate. I feel for you. Yes. So let's round it out. So in case you didn't pick up on any of the context clues that I dropped, I went out drinking Monday <laughs> through Friday, and it was glorious. So I'm trying to think of... 
the biggest the biggest uh, news I think came out of um what day would that it would have been Friday Friday, Friday a lot happened yes I remember but, Friday getting a text message and being like Jesus Christ what the <laughs> fuck happened <laughs> exactly um but there was another day what was the other day I want to say was it Tuesday there Does was a day where a you saw a cactus was what day was that oh fuck yes that was Tuesday okay yes I, all right <laughs> I forgot okay your face so okay, that I was guess, a magnificent face. You were so happy. Yeah. Okay. So I guess here's we'll 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 start off. We'll go day by day. See what I can remember because now they're blurring together. Now that you mentioned this. Yeah. <laughs> so Monday we went out for Mug Night at uh, Outer Inn, which is a local bar at OSU. And Mug Night is basically we'll fill up this mug that we give you. For like 250, 275, full of whatever domestic beer. So I drank that, stumbled home at midnight, uh, independent of the group, and ended up waking up at around 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. Now, here's the dealio. I had work at 5. I had to be oh. up at 5 a.m. to go to work at 6 a.m. Great. So I just stayed up. I slept an hour and 30 minutes between Monday and Tuesday. Great. I love that. And just like, yeah, and there was still I've some... i those nights. And, <laughs> I, and, you know, like, I, just to fight off sleep, I, like, pounded water, and I ran the entire morning at my valet shift. So, you would have thought, oh, an hour and 30 minutes of sleep? Well, he's going to be exhausted for the next night. Mm-hmm. Fucking No. There was no, there was to be no sleeping, no napping, none of this pussy shit. We're going straight. We're going out again, and we're gonna rally. So Tuesday <laughs> night, that was the fun night. We wanted to go. Oh, where was it? There was another bar that we wanted to go to, and I ended up getting a text message from Tim. Tim's like, "Hey, you want to go out for margaritas?" And I'm like, "Well, fuck yeah, I do. Five dollars for a margarita. Let's do that." <laughs> so I ended up going out to uh, Casuela's, um, also with some friends of mine, uh, and then Tim's friends and their posse. Our posses met together, and I just started drinking margaritas. And I don't know if you were ever there with me at Casuela's. Have you ever been with me to Casuela's? Yes, that was the night where you forgot everything. Yes, that was one of I the was nights that you. I forgot everything. I was with you that night. <laughs> well, it, for those of you who don't know, I hate Casuela's. I have an irrational hatred towards that place. They never bring you water with your drinks. They take forever to order. They magically disappear until the bill is up. You know, they're never there. They're they're never even that busy, and yet the wait staff is terrible. It it's amazing to me how bad this place is. And I just come in there with my with my crew, with Tim's crew, and I'm just surly as hell. I'm already ready not to tip someone. I'm ready to walk out. I haven't even sat down at the <laughs> table yet, and I'm already angry. So we sit down. I get my margarita. And the deal for the night was it was supposed to be $5 margaritas if you wore a margarita shirt from Casuela's that I had acquired at an earlier date. So we're sitting down, and I order around for my group, so two other people and myself, with the expectation that I was going to be paying for all of it 
and that I would therefore be paying $15. Yeah. That that bitch of a waitress would not give me the deal for the other two people. I had to pay for myself. I had $5 for me and then 9.50 for these other two people each. That's crazy. I I was pissed. Not only that, I had to wear the shirt. I wanted to just bring the shirt and be like, "Sup, I have it." They're like, "No, you have to wear it." So, guess who wasn't getting a tip? <laughs> um, well, she never even brought me any water. I was dehydrated. I she disappeared the entire time, could not be found, and this restaurant is only half full. So, I'm like, "Hey, there's a cactus in the girl's bathroom. I tell this to my one of my friends. I'm like, you should go and you should get it. And they're like, okay. And then all at once, they go to the bathroom and we're just sitting there. I'm not expecting anything to come of it. And then all at once, she walks out, sits the cactus down at our table, and I'm ready to nope the fuck out because I've paid and I'm not leaving a tip. And I'm just ready to get out of there. <laughs> And so I walk out, and then behind me, she comes walking along with the cactus. And I'm like, you, what? You actually stole it. And she's like, yes, of course. Yes. And so here we are. And I'm, like, kind of, like, paranoid now at this point because I'm like, we should go. We should go right now. We have the cactus. We need to get out of here. We need to get off the street corner and get to our house. And I'm, like, ready to book it. And the other group was going the opposite way. So I, like, much against my will I just had to hang out with this cactus just I'm scared as shit that someone's gonna come out of this Mexican restaurant and hunt us down but they did not hunt us down and now the cactus sits in front of me yes I shall not name names of who in fact stole the cactus <laughs> but now we have a fake cactus and a I'm naming cactus I mean it is a fake cactus it's not it. a real cactus I know right how who gives a shit? I have their fake shitty plastic cactus now. It's mine. <sighs> All mine. And so then when we went back home, we decided not to rally that night. But, you know, whatever. So then came Wednesday night. Now, Wednesday night was something special because the people I had been going out with up until this point we're all going to be a bunch of Melvins and stay in. Now, I had an exam at 11.10 the next morning. But that wasn't going to deter me. So I went out. And I'm like, well, I do have an exam tomorrow. I guess I'll just have two beers. You know, yeah. just two beers. Yes. It should I, be I fun. Re- I remember I remember this So Snapchat. I I arrive at Outer Inn and lo and behold, the special of the night is two seventy five for a twenty four ounce can of beer. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm like, 24 ounces of one can is still one beer, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. And so I drank. And the mar- the prime concern for me that night was I wasn't going to have anyone to drink with. But sure enough, I ran into a friend who was also there for that night. She had just gotten out of an exam. So she was celebrating. And it's like, okay, we'll hang out a bit and I'll drink with you. And then we'll walk home or- together and- or something like that. That night was largely uneventful other than the, like, surprise that I was going to drink 48 ounces of beer the night before an exam. But Thursday. Joe, your, yes. your lament on the on the Snapchat. What was my lament? <laughs> you were just like, I'm so drunk right now, and I have an exam tomorrow. <laughs> it didn't help that I ate jack shit before that. I was, I was actually... 
pretty tipsy. And I was just waiting for the dehydration to come. Uh, but, you know, I'm a smart drunk, and I got home, and I drank more water. Yes, that is... So I bounced back. That is good. But the notion... Because I hadn't even finished my cheat sheet. I I was ill-prepared. I got prepared in the morning. I woke up at 8, but, you know, still, who would have known? Mm-hmm. So Thursday, Thursday is like... Okay, Thursday, not as crazy as Friday but maybe a little bit more crazy than Tuesday. So it's schooner night at Chumley's. This is another bar. And schooner night is you get this big old 32-ounce chalice glass. It hurts. It's hard. (laughs) And you get $2 beers uh, domestic, which is great. So me and my posse from Tuesday night, we go out, and we're just... I'm just drinking schooners like I'm just going. I'm I may have had like two or three. I can't remember. <laughs> and the people I was with, I was with two girls, and one of them was very insistent upon just scooting her schooner towards me. And I'm like, "Why? Why have you done this?" And she's <laughs> like, "I can't drink all of this." And I'm like, "No, you must." <laughs> but nope, I picked up the slack. And so what became what was like three schooners for me also became an additional like four. And so at some point it's like 10, the Cavs were on and then they were off. So basketball was no longer being played. And the two girls who were with me, I was in between them. They both were ready to pass out. They were both like leaning on my shoulders. Hmm. So it's like, oh my God, they're done. Like they're already finished. It's 10. I kind of want to drink some more, but you know, like, they're in no shape to continue. So I'm like, ladies, I think we need to leave. We need to get out, go home. And they're like, okay, that sounds like a good idea. So we're leaving, it's 10 o'clock. And just as we are passing Outer End, one of them rallies and is like, <laughs> we need to go to Outer End right now and then maybe get some pizza afterwards. And I'm like, what? I thought you were too tired to stand up. <laughs> She's like, no, we need to go to Outer End. And I'm like, okay, yes. This is exactly what I want. I want to continue. (laughs) So we walk up to Outer Inn. We're ready to go in the door. But lo and behold, what we should find but a Bacardi party bus out front. We just walked onto that bus and we were being poured shots immediately. And I think (laughs) I signed up for Bacardi's newsletter. I don't know. It was stupid. There was Bacardi. There was girls wearing suggestive clothing and it was dark and I couldn't really see anything that was going on. Man, I want to be on a party bus. It was a fun bus. There, I heard there was actually a virtual reality set in oh. the back. I never actually saw it I myself, would not want to take this. part in that one just because it was probably dirty. You don't want a bunch of drunken eyes? I want. don't want pink eye. I really pink don't. Pink eye? I don't know. Pink eye sounds like a fun kind of time. <laughs> So, we got on the Picardi bus. I took a sh- shot or two, um, got off, went into Outer Inn, proceeded to drink more, and it was the same old story as Chumley's. We drank a lot. We rallied a bit. A uh, bunch of creepy guys uh, hitting oh. on the two girls I was with. Yeah. Of course, the creepy guys. Yeah. W- wouldn't wouldn't want to go without the creepy guys. One of them I had a loose association with through Water Ski Club. Um, didn't really know him that well though. I he just we know each other's names. Okay. 
So that was that was weird, but why is there always always got to be a creepy guy? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know why there's always a creepy guy. So, like I, like, I remember we went to that one house party, and there was some guy that was literally going up to girls and just slapping their asses. I'm just like, what? Is that? Oh a pro- God! Is that I'm like something you do? <laughs> I mean, probably if you're drunk enough, yeah, they do it. Doesn't make it okay, but yeah, and it was just like one of those. Yeah, so. We're about to get ready to leave. You know, we've had our fill. It's about midnight now. We're plenty done. And one of the girls I was with lost her ID. And it's like, mm. oh, shit. Oh, no. Like, we can't we can't leave without this, right? Yeah. And there was a moment of, like, like me and my the other one who didn't lose their ID was like, maybe we should just go. You know, like, we'll all leave and the ID is replaceable. But then it was also like, well, it's in a pink case. It's easy to find. Let's go find it anyway. We stumbled around the the bar, and we eventually found it. But, God, was that a panic. Um, I don't think any cards were lost, so that was all right. So that was Thursday. Friday. Friday is a special kind of stupid. This was the perfect end to the week. So... Salsa dancing. Yes. There was a salsa dance. There were salsa dancing lessons going on um, in Short North. And for those who might not be familiar with the outlay, I am. I live on a street called Norwich. And south of Norwich is when the numbered streets start. So it starts at like 18 or so. Um, and then it goes down from there until you get into the city center. And... This place, uh, La Fagata, where we were learning to salsa, was somewhere in the neighborhood of like Third, I guess Third Street, you would or Third Avenue, you would say. So, doing the math from that alone, it was about it could have been in the neighborhood of about twenty blocks. Hmm. So twenty blocks away. So we took an Uber, uh, me and these two girls, and we. Our Uber was a Ford F-150. What? It was a blue Ford F-150. I don't know. That doesn't seem like a very efficient vehicle to be using as an Uber vehicle. It wasn't. I don't understand. I don't know why it just was. It was a very roomy car, so I didn't complain too much, but... That's crazy. (laughs) So we hop on that. We get off at La Fagata. Fare was like six bucks. On a Friday at like 7.30. That's why Uber's awesome. Uber's the greatest. I love Uber so much. Uh, The girls, unfortunately, did not have an Uber account, so we couldn't split it. So I said, okay, you guys just owe me four bucks. That's it. Like, we can make this up in drinks. I drink a lot. That's good enough for like a drink, right? Mm -hmm. So we got into La Fagata. We're ready to do our salsa dancing lessons. Uh, Lesson charge is about 10 bucks. So 30 bucks all around. Girls don't have any cash. You need cash. So I have to flip the bill. I had $29. The guy there was like, nah, that's fine. I'm like, thank you. I love you so much. But he told me to take off my hat. So I don't know (laughs) what was up with that place. I apparently can't wear a hat while I salsa. I can wear jeans and a skater shirt, but could not wear my beanie. Unless it's like a with beads dangling down. I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't that extravagant. I don't. I think it may have been a formality issue. I don't know. I was not the most formal. I was dressed nice, but I was not formal, so to mm-hmm. speak. I had style, but not necessarily class, I guess is the best way to put it. So we go in, 
And I'm like, girls, you owe me. It's going to be like, what would that have been at that point? 24 bucks between both of them. So I'm like, don't worry. We'll make it up in drinks. I can drink that much. It'll be a fun time. So I ended up getting a margarita. I gulped that shit down. And then we started salsa dancing. Salsa dancing is so fucking fun. Yes, I know. You've, have you been I, salsa dancing? I, I have not been to like an official salsa dance, but I've done so for fun. And I, this is why every time I, well, the last two times I've been over, I've just been like, Joe, we got to go to a dance party. Like we, we got, I, I have this urge to do some sort of dancing. Like we need to go to a dance party. Oh, it was, it was a fun, okay. So it was just fun because it was lessons. So he forcibly made oh. us switch partners, which actually was part of the fun because yeah, because you get all you all get all sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people were equally ignorant, like they didn't know what to do, and I didn't know either. But the difference between me and the rest of them is, I had just downed like a twenty-four ounce margarita, <laughs> so I was like chatty as shit, and I was having fun, and I'm like, I think this is what we do, and then I just start doing it, and I don't like leave any room for yes. like stopping, and. Again, when I say all sorts, I mean all sorts. There were students at OSU. Uh, there was a girl who had grad was a was a recently graduated graduate student at OSU. There were warm women in their forties who were on like a girls' night. One of them girls was Tracy. Night. Yeah, girls' night. <laughs> One of them was like named Tracy. She worked IT at a company in Cleveland or some oh. shit. <laughs> Told me she was old enough to be anybody's mom here. I'm like, yep, you sure are. <laughs> uh, that just that shit was just fun. That was fun all around. Uh, just dancing, and then at some point we finally broke out of lessons. Oh well, no, there was a point where we had to do this one move, this one spin. It would be like kind of it was kind of an electric slide, but then you would spin at some point while sliding. I couldn't do it to save my life. I was not coordinated enough to do that, and it just became about like fifteen women straight. I was like, oh, okay, have you ever done this before? And they're like, yes, no, whatever. I'm like, okay, do you feel comfortable spinning? Because I don't. Help me. <laughs> I can't do this. And I probably had like three different girls try to show me how to do it. And I'm like, I can't do this. I'm sorry. Uh, but we had fun anyway. It was it was just stupid. And so then we broke out of dance and or broke out of lessons. And now they open the dance floor. And... You know, one of the girls is like, hey, do you want to go now? Uh, there are other places we can be going soon. And I'm like, no, let's let's dance a bit. Let's dance a bit. So I got another margarita. Um, And then as this girl did the night before or one of the other nights, she would push her margarita towards me and made me drink it. So I'm about two and a half, two and three-fourths margaritas in, dancing, just grabbing random people and dancing. And it, <laughs> it was, it's just, it's fun. It's like yeah. super social. And I think it also helps that there's plenty of single people there or people who are not like coming there as a couple, mm-hmm. you know, because that's just, you know, you just kind of sit in the corner. There were plenty of groups of pretty cute girls who were like just with their friends and stuff, and they were more than willing to just dance. So... Overall, positive experience. About, I want to say 11 o'clock, we check out, and we get on a bus. And one of, one of the girls, she's getting tired. She's putting her ha- head on my shoulder. And I'm like, rally. I, that's all I say. I'm like, rally, soldier. Rally. We need to go. We need, we need to rally right now. We can't. We n- cannot. Like, we're sitting down. We need to get moving. We need to rally. 
and there's this one guy on the other side of the bus just cracking up at like me just just yelling i'm like we need to we need we need to wake up well fortunately for us the bus stopped at fifth avenue which again doing the math that's 15 blocks away from home destination we trucked it we walked all the way back up high street uh, towards OSU and the rest of the bars and we stopped and got a hot dog or something I don't know <laughs> or something sure, one of the girls was hungry and so we we head up and we started just sprinting at some point I don't know why we were sprinting oh yeah one of them had to use the bathroom that's what was up so we're just going. We're just trucking it. We finally get to the bar we're heading to, which was around like 12th Avenue, I guess it was, 12th, 13th. Mm-hmm. So we went a couple. We went a few blocks, and we got there, and one of the girls had paid off her quote-unquote debt to me, the, the $12. Uh, the other one still owed me $12, so I'm like, okay, this is where we'll buy drinks. And I just started slamming drinks, gin and tonic, rum and coke, Bud Light, like just going, um, a nice sampler of what they had to offer, and she's paying for it. And I'm at some point we break even. I'm like, okay, we're good to go. Cool. So we decided to move on. We moved on to another bar. Um, my phone died, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm uh. like, I'm not going anywhere anymore. My phone's dead. I have no money. Um, no one's spotting me drinks anymore. I'm gonna go home so i split off from my posse without telling them oh jesus and i just used the bathroom at this one bar and then just left and i didn't tell them and i I feel i feel a little rotten for that they weren't too concerned but (laughs) (laughs) i think that speaks for towards their comfort with me like just disappearing other people are not as comfortable when their friends disappear but so so this uh, dead cell phone explains why I was texting you and expecting drunken responses, but you were not answering. That may have been the case. Yeah, actually, yeah. I don't actually recall even having any messages get to me at some point. No, I, I sent you a message that was in relation to Dan Reichert and his bad taste in Guns N' Roses songs. Oh, no, you sent me that, and I think it was just one of those things where, like, yeah, I agree with you <laughs> I didn't I didn't respond yeah it was one of those things where it was kind of out of the blue and I'm like I don't give a shit about how Dan feels about GNR like no oh. no nah, nah, I, I did get that one okay cool okay cool so I book it back home and this is where it gets stupid yes if it wasn't already plenty stupid so I'm walking up to my apartment drunk as shit but not dizzy which is a good way to be it's good to be buzzed but not dizzy because dizzy is where the vomit starts Yes. I'm no more than a couple steps up my stepway until I look over at the lawn. Lawn looks real comfy. (laughs) It's been dry for the past few days. Jesus. It's a nice balmy, like, 58 degrees. You're like 10 feet away from your bed, and you're like, oh, this lawn. (laughs) I'm wearing long, two long sleeve shirts. I'm wearing... Uh, I had um, long johns underneath my jeans. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to fall asleep on the lawn tonight. And I just splay out on the lawn. <laughs> and I just fucking fall asleep. 
it was it felt so good it like was it was the best sleep you've ever had the grass was just like the rice right texture that it night the, you know it was rice it was it, <laughs> the rice texture yes so i'm like yes finally like we can check this off of my bucket list <laughs> but no more than maybe i don't know actually the exact time but you know i was woken up to some girls and they're like, oh, my God, are you okay? Oh, no. Where do you live? We need to help this guy get home. We need to help him get home. And I'm just, like, mumbling. Like, I'm just, like, still kind of out of it. I'm like, I fucking live here. I'm This is my fucking lawn. I want to sleep on my lawn. And they're like, LOL, no, you are not. We're getting you to your apartment. And I'm like, oh, God, well, fine. It's up these fucking steps. So I, like begrudgingly go up my steps yeah. to the apartment they're trying to like help me like they they're afraid i'm gonna fall over at any minute which i wasn't or maybe i thought i wasn't i don't know either way i'm just like uh fine, I'm gonna tell you, Joe, when you're drunk i i can never tell that you're actually super drunk because you never seem like you're gonna fall over i'm like super coordinated and my motor yeah. skills are like a dream that's probably why I don't slur when I speak. Like I'll like misspeak and say like the wrong thing, mm-hmm. but I've I've never gotten I've never been slurry yeah, from what I can tell. Totally. So yeah, so I I walk in and I'm like, okay, thanks, fine, whatever, good night. And they're like, lock up because they <laughs> noticed that I had opened my door without like having to unlock it or anything. And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. So I shut my door and I like. And now trying to figure out, okay, where am I going? Am I going to the living room? Am I going to my bedroom? Do I need to pee right now? I have to pee. So I'm about to walk, like, to the bathroom. And they open up my fucking door. And they're like, lock up. <laughs> and I'm like, god damn it. Fine. What the fuck? Yeah, no, what they just who went to... Who does that? That's, like, go uh, leave... Concern trolls, that's like, who. They're... Leave, live your life. Who cares if someone doesn't lock their door? I don't fucking know. Yeah, no, it, it, that's the thing. It's like, we're just kind of like, what the hell now? But in my drunken stupor, I, like, became furious. Yeah, like, you not, should. I mean, you can be upset. Like, that's, like, uncalled for. But I became furious. And it was like, I mean, I, was, I wasn't furious at... I didn't act furious to them. I'm yeah. like, fine. And I shut the door and I lock it. And then after a couple of seconds, I unlocked it. Because there were still people who had to get home that night. Yeah. And like we there's don't a, take there's a method to the madness, people. There's a method. Exactly. <laughs> so people are usually here. And there was a few people still out. So, yeah. It was, it was like, okay, fine. I, I set that all up. And then I finally go to use the bathroom. And I'm in the bathroom. I just peed. I'm standing up. I'm zipping up. And I have, like, this white flash of rage. Like, just out of nowhere. I was like, <laughs> the fucking girls told me what to fucking do. Who <laughs> the fuck they think they are? And just out of, like, frustration, I openly handed... I open-handed the wall. I just, like, banged it once. Yeah. And then... I made the great mistake of banging it a second time. And I uh, that's when I went too far. And I put a fucking hole in the bathroom wall. So, 
And it was at that point where I'm just like, fuck, God damn it. What have I done? I'll deal with this shit in the morning. Yep. But I was feeling kind of bad and no one was home. So I just took some note paper and some medical tape and I wrote on the paper, this is coming out of fucking Joe's deposit. Apologies. And I just taped it right over the hole. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what to do. I, I'm sorry, guys. I'll let you. So are you going to spackle that thing? You going to fix it? I'm not fixing it. I'm just going <laughs> to call maintenance and have them do it. I have like a 700 deposit on this place. Like that should hopefully cover that. It's, yeah. it's it's drywall. It's shit drywall. It'll oh yeah, it's drywall easy to fix. is super cheap. Exactly. So I'm. I mean, I'm not gonna do it myself. I'm just gonna like let them know because you know if you botch it somehow, yeah, then that's on me. So that's pretty much the week. Saturday, I yesterday I went to a concert. Um, not a lot to report there though. It was mm. Passion Pit. For anyone who's familiar with them, I became familiar with them the last time we went out yeah they're i feel like they're kind of like this middle ground band where they're not like super popular but they're popular enough that a lot of people know who they are anyway yeah like i i had heard some of their songs before but i never knew like who the hell they were exactly so a lot of their songs are kind of samey yeah i don't know yeah they're they're very they're all like awkward nerd songs Kind of, yeah, they're the kind of songs where if you're drunk, you might legitimately have a difficult time telling them apart, mm-hmm. unless you're intimately familiar with their songs or their music, so that was okay, but that was that was last night, uh, not really part of the uh, the chronicle yeah. of my week, but yes, so. Not part of the fivesome. <laughs> the fivesome, The fearsome yeah. fivesome. Fearsome fivesome, so that rounds out my, like, absolute stupid week and also played some GTA 5 and that's about it so (sighs) well you managed to kill 33 minutes I know holy shit (laughs) so let's just talk about what you've been up to I finished Metal Gear Solid 1 I marathoned that thing about damn time no you completed it super fast I at a point I just couldn't stop I was Good. like, I, I need to know. I need to know what's going on. <laughs> so what do but you got to say? Getting to the end did not answer any questions. It only created more. Good. So what you think overall? Like, it's just everything. Just what is the shit you want to talk about with me? Because I know there's shit you just want to talk about. Oh, my God. There's so many, like, double crosses and, like, tw- tw- twists and turns that happened in such a short amount of time. I was so... I think I texted it to you, like, the story is becoming incomprehensible. Like, it yep. was... Oh, my God. But um, I I, I want to know, like, do you know the differences between the original and the remake? Um, I'm not 100% sure. I, I heard or have heard that the Silicon Knights remake is uh, much zanier. It's a little... Yeah, that's what I think, because, like, there are some times where things happen where I'm like... I don't feel like this would happen in the original game. Like, I feel like this might have been added in because it just feels out of place. Like, well, in, in some of the cutscenes where, like, the lines of dialogue are supposed to be, like, serious or something, and they're literally like, oh, in between lines of dialogue, I'll just do a backflip and jump onto this, like, railway and then start doing flips on the railway as I'm talking to you. That 
Hmm. Okay. What? Fuck Le- it. Let's just like spoil this shit. What? What scenes? What so, scenes? In, and I'll verify or cross check. After you put in the the card keys that to to that are supposed to stop Metal Gear, but actually initiate Metal Gear. Hmm. Um. And you see Liquid without his shirt on, and you talk to him. Yeah. You're talking to him, and all of a sudden he jumps and like puts his he lands on this like the railing and is just doing f- side flips on this railing as he's talking to you and every time he does a side flip it does the matrix style like slow motion and that's the thing a lot of these scenes have so much matrix elements into it and i'm like clearly this remake added a bunch of stuff from the matrix because the original game came out before the matrix that sounds about right uh, i know metal gear solid 2 did some of that yes and, uh, i think yeah even three all of them have done some of the matrix shit but one did not have a lot, yeah. if any of that. And I, honestly, I enjoy it because I like the Matrix. So every time a Matrixy thing happened, I was like, "Oh my god, this is so Matrixy! I, I love it." Like, there's parts where it's like, "Hey, uh, Snake, let's just go into bullet time and dot literally dodge bullets." Okay, let's do it. Like, <laughs> it's insane. I think it, it brought brings it more tonally in sync with the rest of the series. It really one, does. It really does. Cause I yeah, know, one I know was one pretty was a little handed. bit more serious than the other ones ever were. Yeah, and then there are personality differences too. Like Snake is, you you observed it. He's written as a very different character from what he soon becomes. Well, I don't know. I don't well, know. He's yet. kind of a he. Well, yes, you don't. I just That's started true. too. I don't know what he, what he's That's about. That's true. Okay. Well, I'll, you'll just kind of see it. It's kind of subtle. Um, okay. But so you were also mentioned mentioned something about the ending feeling yes. weird off. okay so this remake came out after metal gear solid 2 was already out mm-hmm. and it mentioned it has an entire so after the last scene where they leave in the snow speeder <coughs> um yeah it goes into the credits then after the credits uh does this happen in the other game ocelot starts talking yes Do, and then he says something about the president I believe so, yes. Okay, so they already knew. They knew what the next game was going to be. No, just wait until you get to the end of Metal Gear Solid 2 and even Metal Gear Solid 3. They but always it, they always. But it basically end. tells you that about the third brother that is the president. I'm so yep, confused. Yep, they all... At the end of every Metal Gear that I know of, they end with some kind of like black screen like dialogue. Between is, one or that two is people. That is ballsy, Kojima. How did you know there would be a sequel to this game? How did you know it would sell so well? Which is actually is kind of amazing because, um, because I remember the first one was a lot more heavy-handed. Uh, I'm not sure if the remake had this, but it was talking about like the nuclear weapons stockpiling of the United yes, States. Yes, yes. Yeah. The, the yeah the at the end sequence it said blah blah blah. This treaty is supposed to reduce the nuclear weapons by such and such a date, and then it's like as of 2003, there we still have this many du- nuclear weapons. I'm yeah, like, it's like yep. a bunch of preachy bullshit that and never happens like, yeah, again. And it's 2015, and I'm sure we have way more than that. <laughs> yeah, that that the first one seemed like it was trying to be a little bit deeper or make a a harder hitting point, yeah. and that has since just disappeared from the series. Well, that's because Kojima is openly said that he's a pacifist. Well, yeah, he's a pacifist. Like, but the, the, what I mean is, like, the first game was very much so of I am making this political statement. Yes. Yes. 
and then afterwards the game just games have gotten so insane and so like <laughs> detached from reality that it can't really be a platform for political statements right like what are you going to make a platform for no more no more cyborgs like we don't even <laughs> have those yet you know it's yeah so cool 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 so how far are you into metal gear solid 2 then i just turn i um i just got revealed that i'm riding oh, okay so you've gotten through the tanker i got through the tanker i'm at the one spot where all the pigeons are shitting everywhere and i keep slipping and i'm like okay it's two in the morning let's stop playing now <laughs> yeah i feel like metal gear solid 2 is very much a time and a place uh piece because mm-hmm. it's often lauded as the best, and in many cases, I can see why that is. Yeah. Um, well, also, just it was the biggest, literally the biggest like trick or like, like trick in gaming history. Like people didn't know that you didn't play as as Snake in that right. game. Right. I mean, it was a huge deal. Um, I guess the issue. I well, you know. I, I'll let you play through it first, and then we can yeah. talk about my issues, why I am not, like, the biggest fan of 2. Okay. I guess. I mean, I, once, st- once I, I like get all there. the games. Once yeah. I get there. Um, so, I don't know if they kind of injected some of this stuff into the remake, but Grey, Grey Wolf, the ninja guy? Uh, Was it Grey Wolf, or was it Grey Fox? I think is it Gray Fox or Gray? It's Gray Fox. I think Fox. it's Gray Fox. Yeah, because yeah, Sniper Wolf, Gray Fox. Okay, there we go. Gray Fox is a fucking badass. He's mm-hmm. awesome. I love him. Like there are entire scenes where like they do slow motion of him like s- slashing things and jumping through the air and like dodging bullets, but also hitting bullets back with his blade like in slow motion. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. This is amazing. They, they kind of heavily imply that in one, like it, actually in one he does do some badass ninja shit, but okay. In in this remake they show it, like they show it all. It's like oh my god, you're awesome. Right. You see him like cutting down some enemies, and you see him trying to fight uh Ocel- Ocel- No, no, uh, Liquid at the end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they didn't like necessarily. And I was like, just like as Snake. Because I don't, they have the sequence where it's like, oh, you're supposed to shoot liquid, but he's like, no, I can't do it. It's like, damn it, Snake, he's gonna die anyway. Just go. Yeah, that kind of that scene kind of irritates me, especially if you die at that sequence. Yeah. Um, because you have to go through that cutscene over and over. Luckily, I did not die. They must have made it easier then. They so must have. I I played so the two sequences, the uh, Metal Gear, when you're fighting the Metal Gear. And then when you're fist fighting Liquid, yes, I had to repeat each of those sequences probably near ten times. Oh, geez, really? They were the the windows are really tight, hmm. especially when fighting Liquid. Um, I was able to do. I did the Metal Gear without dying, and then when I fought Liquid, I only had to retry once. Jesus, I I hmm, I need to see this game then. I need to understand. <laughs> Be, yeah, because it was just... It was not easy to control. Um, yeah. I, maybe... The, yeah. Or for me, it was like... This was the f- one of the f- only times in the game where it was like, oh, this is like a straightforward like gaming thing. Like, I know how to do these things. This is like a straightforward boss that you would see in any game. Dodge the attacks and then punch. Dodge the attacks and then punch. I could do this. I don't have to stealth around. This is fantastic. 
<laughs> yeah, I think you'll have a lot. Well, I don't know how Twin Snakes was. Two plays very similar. Um, two is a lot smoother than the Twin Snakes. It's clear that the Twin Snakes was definitely built off of the original game. They smoothed it out a little bit, but two is a lot more like fluid. Yeah, it's more fluid. I think it's just more straightforward too. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if you could get through the whole thing without a guide because they're very much of like, okay, this is what we need to do. Here's a map. Yeah. This is where you go on your map to do this thing. And yes. and so far, I haven't had to check a guide. Yeah, and I think the one thing, and I, I this isn't really spoiling anything, but my one issue was it felt a little bit more restrictive, the game. Like, it's, I don't know. You, hmm. I, I am a used to playing three and four yeah and i think those are those kinds of games where you compare to where you were at the beginning and where you are at the end and you're like huh i've actually come a long way um in primarily location you know it's like oh i've actually been places well as with one and two it's a little bit more like this is your one central area and this is it you know you'll see okay so how okay is this like a real thing is a sneaking suit a real thing because i think it when they when he said oh my sneaking suit i was like wait that's what you call it like you literally call it a sneaking suit like not like oh my you know my my armor or my 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 you know military grade blah 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 it's like my sneaking suit like it sounded like some silly thing you would see in like a saturday morning cartoon like oh i'm wearing my sneaking suit i don't think those are real things Oh, my God. Or if they are real things, they're not called sneaking suits. Yeah, like, I got, like, a weird flashback to, like, um, the raccoon. Is it a raccoon? Like, the the guy from um, from Door of the Explorer, like, the swiper guy. Swiper. Yeah, because I was like, oh, sneaking, swiping. That's kind of like a, I don't, I don't know. For some reason, I was like, oh, this would totally be a thing in Dora. Just like, oh, I got to get my sneaking suit on. <laughs> well, no, yeah, no one really says sneaking. Like, think well, about it as it. a word. I know, but think about it as a word. Like yeah. when you're talking about like military combat, it's always stealth. Yes, yes. You know? That's why I was just like, this is kind of a silly, silly phrase you just said. This is a sneaking mission. <laughs> like it's like no, no, just tell them to stay stealthy. Mm-hmm. This is a covert mission. Huh. So. Should I ask you about Big Boss, or should I just figure out what Big Boss, what's all about Big Boss? Um, it actually might be f- like, what is there? You need you like just what is Big Boss? Well, the I know who Big Boss is just because of like I know that the other there's other games in the series where you play as him, but I always thought Big Boss was a good guy, but apparently he may he's like the adversary of Snake. I Big Boss is. The best way to put it is he's just like a tragic figure. Okay. So like you'll it's with this with the prequels, but I guess up until this point he has been built up as an adversarial figure. Yes. But he has his reasons. Okay. And those reasons are elaborated on in Metal Gear Solid three, um, five, and to some extent four. Okay. And I'm assuming that Snake Die is what plays into him getting old in 4? Um, or, or is that something no. else? Is that's, that something else entirely? Does Snake Die ever come... Or okay, Fox Die? This, Fox this, die. Is, this is not a, this is not a uh, spoiler to you. 
Um, but the reason why Snake is older in four is because yeah. he's a clone. Yeah, but then what? Uh, then does Fox die ever play a thing at, at all? Is that it, ever? It, it continues to rear its ugly head. So I was um, gonna say like everyone else, pretty much everyone else ends up dying to it, except for Snake. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that was one of my big issues. That will be discussed later. Like you okay. will have some answers to that. I'm not sure if you'll be satisfied. But we'll it's see. one it's one of those things where like it's a big deal to the player because it's like, oh yeah, you have this thing that's gonna kill you and you're like, Oh shit. Oh yeah. no. Every but, moment I'm just like, Am I gonna die? Am I gonna die? Am yeah. I gonna die? But then no one talks about it. No. You know, like <laughs> no one talks about it after that. It's like, wait a minute, that was a huge plot point. How can we not like why why am I still alive? Um, it's kinda discussed, honestly. It it actually that's one of the big parts of the storyline that I can remember that remains like 50% incoherent you'll get answers to some of these questions but okay you, again it's it'll come in the form of pseudo bullshit kind yes. of you won't probably be super satisfied with it and i haven't made too much progress in 2 yet but how i don't actually i just want to wait and see what happens but Holy shit, Ocelot's arm is liquid and takes over his body? What? Give some give the game some credit, all is revealed. Jesus Christ. Okay. A- actually okay. that sh- actually that shit isn't revealed until 4. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I will wait. <laughs> until the end of 4. I will wait. <laughs> oh, all right. Get ready. That's inc- it's insane. <laughs> Because for a second, I was like, okay, it's Ocelot. Then I was like, oh, shit, is it, like, Liquid pretending to be Ocelot? It's like, no, it, they're bo- it's both of them. And I'm just like, how did Liquid survive? It's like, oh, my oh, God. It's, it's going to be good. <laughs> uh, uh, so, um, is that... I think, I think uh, that's... Uh, well, that, I think that's it? everything. I could ask more, but I just want to figure it out on my own. Oh, you will. You will. <laughs> so, what else have you been playing? I played the first couple levels of Sonic Adventure 2. Na 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 na. Rolling around at the speed, speed of sound. Like, I got oh places my God. to go, got to follow my rainbow. That is such a good start of the game. It's. Put it up there. Put, put oh, it up, put it's it up not there. an intro though. It's not an intro. It's kind of an intro. It's not a video. Fuck. It's not a cutscene. Oh, is that what the qualification is? Okay, I'm glad I know this now. We might need to talk about what the qualifications are. Yeah, we might actually have to go over that. Yeah. Maybe is it? Could it just be anywhere from the start to title card? Oh, that gets. Uh, we'll talk about this later. 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 Okay, we'll talk about this later. But um, yeah, so you've been playing Sonic Adventure the too. The cutscenes, oh my god, they're so bad. Like they're the, so bad. Okay, this game came out what, like two thousand two, two thousand three? Maybe I think. Yeah, that there were about already right. games that had cutscenes that like had proper sound leveling. Like you can't hear what the people are saying half the time. Well, the characters are saying half the time because this the music's so loud. That may have something to do. Okay, so I don't actually remember that being a too substantial of an issue. Maybe that could that be an? Are you playing this on an emulator? No, I'm playing the PS3 version. 
Huh, that's weird then. Yeah, yeah I don't actually remember that ever being too huge of an issue. It's like, oh my gosh. And it's so crazy. Like, the things that they say are crazy. I was about to say, can you at least hear enough of what they're saying to realize that the acting is absolute trash? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear what they're saying, yes. Yes. But the mu- I, it's just so apparently, like, the music is really loud. Like, why is it so loud? It should be, like, 50% of this. Because it's Sonic! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah, so- the, the performances are really bad, but, like, in a way that I want to hear more of it. Yeah, I I also actually kind of think that the level design wasn't too bad, honestly. Like, honestly, like, compared to what eventually came, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, compared to what eventually came, and into some parts, Sonic Adventure 1 as well. Yeah, because, I mean, I only played a little bit of Sonic Adventure 1, but I had trouble playing Sonic Adventure 1. I think it also helps that they focused... Um, the yeah, game types. I, I could I couldn't even get past like the introductory open area in Sonic Adventure One. Yeah, th- yeah. There's that, and there's like, I there's there's six characters in Sonic Adventure Two, but there's really only two game types. You know, there's the fast running with Sonic and yeah, uh, Shadow, and then there's like searching for the emeralds with Rogue and Knuckles, and then there's like robot shit. But uh, I recall Sonic Adventure 1, didn't that have, like, four characters? I don't know. I don't even think I got to that point. There was Sonic. There was Biggs the Cat. There was Amy. Um, I want to say Tails had a level. He surely had a level. But they were all, like, different play styles or types, and it wasn't fun. Like, maybe only Sonic's was really worthwhile. But Sonic Adventure 2, I think, just has better levels and because you have less play styles going on, they're a little bit better overall. Yeah. All right. So did you, uh, did you just, pl- are you just doing heroes first or are you going back and forth between heroes and villains? Or I, I did heroes on I honestly, once I started playing, I forgot that there were even the villains option. Yeah. The villains option. It's, it's a lot of like intersection intersecting. Um, they have some unique levels for each, but, I didn't know that, like, Sonic games had, like, different story paths, like, two different stories, until I watched the Sonic 06 playthrough of Game Grumps. I was like, oh, apparently they do that in these Sonic games. I always thought it was, you know, a linear experience. Well, not linear, but, like, I always thought it was, like, a just, you know, each game has one story, and that's what it is. Yeah, I think it was Sonic Adventure 2 that really popularized that, because then you had... You had 06, um, you had Sonic Heroes, which was like the epitome of that. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I, I can't speak too much for Sonic Unleashed, but I would assume <laughs> that that would have uh, something like that. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. That's, that's the Werehog one, right? Exactly. So <laughs> you would think... Oh, God. People give Sonic 06 a lot of shit, but they talk about it far more than they talk about Sonic Unleashed. Yeah. Like, we all seem to forget about that one. The thing is, Sonic 06 didn't run. At least Sonic Unleashed, like, was a game. It was a bad game, but Sonic 06 is like, oh, falling through the level, falling through the level. Like, nothing worked. (laughs) Yeah. So... 
Are you actually going to try to play through Sonic Adventure 2, or is this just morbid curiosity? This was morbid curiosity. It was on a PSN sale for like two bucks. I was like, I, I gotta see what this is. I, I might play through it, but not until I'm done with Metal Gear. Yeah, I think the Sonic Adventure 2's Metacritic score is actually pretty respectable. I mean, it seems like a good game. It's like it's like low 80 to mid 80, yeah. like which it, is fine. It honestly, I think it strikes this good balance. At least the first level I played, like it stru- struck a balance of like, hey, we're actually running, and there aren't a fu- fucking ton of enemies in the way to stop me from running, which is what I hate about current day Sonic, where it's like, yeah, we have these big open pastures where you can run, but there's 13 enemies in the way, so you have to stop and kill them. It's like, no, like. I feel like they should find a way to make it fluid to where, like, you are you can attack enemies or dodge enemy attacks, something like that, but also keep keep your momentum up. But if, I feel like every game, it's like, nope, you gotta stop and, like, fight this guy. It's like, but I don't want to stop. I want to keep running. Yeah, it gets a little bit worse, because if you've only played the first level, that is, yeah. a, it's, it's puts its best foot forward. Yeah, is that, like, the best level in the game, like, the first level? Uh, <laughs> it's the most memorable. Well, okay, I... I was tempted to say yes, but it's also the, been the one I've played the most for obvious reasons. Yeah, so yes. it you know what that might not be fact. Well, you can't really say objectively or factually to these things, but you know, mm-hmm. like you might find a level you like more. Um, I guess what I meant to imply was the knuckles and the tails levels are a little bit slower. Yeah, because when I, you play as tails, you're in a mech. Yeah, I just got to a Knuckles level, and I was like, oh, I got to punch things, I guess. Yeah, those are a little bit more, um, yeah, those can, you can either grow to hate those or just be completely lukewarm, but I've never heard anyone say, yeah, I like those levels. (laughs) It's always been like, yeah, they're there, whatever. But there, there are more Sonic levels to come, and I think they're also pretty good, so take that for what you will. Okay, I'm ready. And then the last thing we got here is my idol. Do you know what this is, Joe? Is that like a sing? Is that like a rhythm game? What you're singing? No, I'm gonna send you some pictures. Gross! Get this off my phone. Um, so a bunch of people, um, found this game, and I took part in it as well. It's this random Japanese game that they scan in your face. And then make a character called My Idol out of your face. Um, you can use any face. You can, there are people that have scanned in like weird shit like frogs, and it does a really good job of like making a frog face. But it's the likeness is uncanny. It looks just like me. And then you can make your idol do things. Like I can make my idol do, as I've sent you in pictures, a stripper pole dance, or I can make my idol sing, or I can make my idol like do ra- like you can make them do random stuff like driving a car or being a boat like it's a really weird app and I've been messing around with it the last few days and it is crazy it is so Japanese where are these pictures I need these pictures they're sending they might not send I'm concerned about them sending um but oh, it's really crazy in that so it's it's straight up a Japanese app and right now Joe it is the top downloaded app on the apps like it's the the most popular app on the App Store right now. Most popular free app. As it should be, it seems. It's entirely in Japanese. There's what? no Eng- There's no English in it. It is a Japanese app that just a bunch of Americans found. Is I this have, Apple I have only? To, what? Is this a- Apple only? Or I, is this... 
I don't know. I think it might be. I need I to find this. It's. It, I know for sure it's on the iPhone, and um, it is crazy in that I don't know how it got so popular. I guess some people would start covering it, and it just it went from there. But like everything's in Japanese, so I have to like mess around and be like, okay, what does this button do? What does this button do? Like prompts will come up entirely in Japanese. I'm like, I don't know which one to pick. Like I don't know what to what to say here which one is okay which one's cancel I don't know it's all in Japanese so it's kind of crazy in that in that way that it has kind of gained some popularity so these are not sending I'm I'm guessing wait it no they're not oh I think it's sent I'm in a room I'm that doesn't have very good signal right now oh Oh, you're going to need data, Joe. Fuck. Hang on. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's nothing to, it's not a real game, but it's like really fun to mess around with. This is a special kind of stupid that I'm looking at on my phone right now. Yes. Doesn't it look just like me? It does. Like that was just like, hey, take a picture of your face. Oh, we scanned you in. It's like, holy shit. Okay. Now I need to see the frog ones and shit. This will be fun. The frog ones are creepy, but also funny. That's just how I like my funny. <laughs> this is great. Yes. Everyone look at this app now. <laughs> it's called My Idol. It's the top app on the App Store right now. For no real goddamn good reason. It's Yeah, it's... <laughs> It, it's amazing that people found this thing because it says my idol when you install it on your phone but in the app store it's just a bunch of Japanese characters like you don't, can't even tell what it's called it's amazing that this like somehow gained popularity and all the reviews are in English so clearly <laughs> in Japan like I bet you in Japan it's not even popular but for some reason all these Americans are like oh look at this app Well, there's your crazy Japanese app for the week. Yep. Peter, do you want to love again? I, w- I want to, Joe. How how do we go about figuring out how to love again? I don't know. I, I've had this realization that I don't... I haven't had a series of games that I've really loved in a long time. Well, here's hoping that Uh, Metal Gear does that for you and that's the thing I put this in before I I put this in the the show notes before I started playing Metal Gear Solid 1 again yeah this might be it I might be loving a series again because the last time I the last time I was like oh my god I can't get enough of this series I can't help myself but get so excited was Uncharted and we're quite a few years away uh, distance from that we are quite and it, uh, it yeah. helps that all the Metal Gear games have aged reasonably well, and that they mm-hmm. actually have an overarching narrative that you can kind of get into. You know, it's 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 not so, so straightforward that mm-hmm. it's like that you can understand it the first time, but it's not. Well, it's so it's really stupidly complex. Okay, never mind. It's yeah. stupid, but it's still like enjoyable. I feel there's more to it than just its gameplay. Yes. But Joe, this brings up my question of when when is what is the next game 
that has the potential for love because I just don't see I don't see one coming I don't see one coming down the pipe where I'm just gonna be like I fucking love this shit again sure there's Uncharted 4 but it's all like I mean it's Uncharted 4 4 yeah the love has worn out a little bit like it'll be a great game it'll be a great game but I'm not going to be as excited as I was for like, oh my god, Uncharted 2 is coming because the first one was great and they've improved it so much. Like, diminishing returns has set in. Like, they can't improve it that much more. Um, I loved Rock Band when it came out, but I mean, Rock Band 4 is just going to be more Rock Band. Like, I don't know when the next, like, new love will come. Metal Gear's old love. There's nothing wrong with old love, Joe. There's nothing wrong with old love. <laughs> uh... I'm really trying to think. Like, the only games in the pipeline that I can think of that have, like, generated the most response is um, No Man's Sky. And I really don't care about it that yeah. much. I mean, it looks fun. I don't know. I, I, I just i have never had those fantasies that other people have had of, like, exploring planets on a spaceship alone. It's like, that's not really something that appeals to me. It tickle sure. it tickles a fancy that quite a number of people have had from a very specific point in time. Yes. But it can kind it's kinda like lost on certain people as well. Um Most most store best stories. Most games that really get me are the ones that have good stories. I think you've noticed that, Joe. I I think you can I think that's true in general, honestly. I I think one thing that helps a game become beloved is to have like uh, reoccurring updates or like reminders that it exists. Like, mm-hmm. like w- with Metal Gear, you know, they've been they've come to the point where they've churned out a lot of games. There's a lot of lore behind it. There's a lot of side stuff. There's usually some bit to chew on each year, uh, with regards to the series. Yes. Um, if not in an actual released game, then in some news about the upcoming game. And I think the problem with a lot of game series is they're it they almost feel forcibly shoved. In, like I don't know. Like you know, you try to make Destiny happen, and the only thing that keeps reoccurring with that game is raids. You yeah. know. They're not really expanding on the universe in any significant way. Though, though they announced in the new uh, expansion will not have a raid, but instead a horde mode. Which is great. The problem is it's so multiplayer focused that I feel yeah. like they don't really spend a lot of time focusing on their lore and expansion like that. Which makes me sad because honestly, like, if Destiny had an awesome single player, I'd be all, all about it because I played that beta and I really enjoyed the gameplay. But obviously the beta was when the beta came out I thought okay this is a cool little snippet of the game the beta was like most of the game I was like this is really the whole game like there's no other story elements like that's kind of disappointing I think if like this love this love I like how we're just kind of like we re, we, we've we redefined love in the, yes. for this discussion but I guess to get this happening again I almost feel like we're not going to have it the same way that we've always had it. Like, a lot more games coming yeah. out are more multiplayer-focused. That, and, and also just, I I feel like a lot of games are just marketed to death now. And, like, not in, like, not even just advertising-wise, but 
in that they always think like, oh, well, if we change this, we'll get th- this percentage more people to play it. And I feel like so many games do that to where it's like, uh, like they're not pure anymore like I they mean, used to be. That's the thing is the hype is generated off of a flow of content, which is good, except that content is quickly consumed. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, if you're having a more story-focused game, when you release stuff, people come at it at different times mm-hmm. and it expands and it elongates the conversation around that versus, oh, wow, we're releasing a horde mode and then people play the horde mode, horde mode and they either have a lot of things to say that have already been said before mm-hmm. or they just don't talk about it at all because, hey, yeah. it's just another game type. Also, yeah, and the lack of a story is really a downer because a lot of the games that I get obsessed about are like ones where it's like the story either plays a big a big thing or the story had like some sort of twist that like blows your mind. Like this is why I loved Infamous One because that twist got me. Like the twist in that in that game. Mm-hmm. But then all the sequels, I'm like, well, nothing really lives up to this the twist in the first game, so it's not really that exciting to me anymore. Yeah, they just like they started to build up to something and then it just kind of just yep. fell out. Same exactly. with Assassin's Creed 2. Exact same thing with yes. the Assassin's Creed series. Oh my god. I was Assassin's so Creed ready 2. to love the next Assassin's Creed game after 2 and I meant main series because I was yeah, a fool. Yeah, Brotherhood was obviously great. but Brotherhood was great and Revelations three, had its issues but it wasn't bad and 3 you, was just... Have you played 3? I just hadn't yeah. No. See, I actually played through it, and I've just got to say, do not play three. Like, it's not worth anyone's time. It just lost so much momentum for me because coming off of two, I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. And then Brotherhood was actually going to come out. I'm like, that sounds like a spinoff. It it'll probably be respectable, but oh. I can't see it expanding too much on the lore. It's better than two, and leagues and leagues better than three. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Is I I was just like, it looks fun. It looks like. Two, but with a multiplayer mode, which sounds great. Yep, that's um, what it was. But you know, it's <laughs> like I don't necessarily need another multiplayer mode. I'm more into the story right now. Yeah. However, cool multiplayer mode sounded, and then Revelations came out, and I'm like, God damn it! When are they going to actually release three? Revelation. I don't even want to really get into this, but like, Revelations was a disappointment. It wasn't bad, but like. Something ha- I don't remember. I don't know if you know this, but something happens at the end of Brotherhood that is like holy shit. That's crazy. In Revelations, they just ignore it happened and just keep moving. It's like, uh. wait, wait, how can you just ignore that? Like, this is. Are you kidding me? You can't just ignore that. And they never talk about it. They never talk about it. I've played. I kept playing the games, thinking, well, in the next game they'll talk about it. They've never even explained <laughs> why it happened or how it happened. It's been like three more games. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, how can you drop the ball so bad? <laughs> I think it helps a game thrive the most, or for me to love it, if the overarching narrative is consistent. And, yeah, like, if it's consistent and if it's given, like, some actual, like, seriousness to it. You know, like, games games that maybe are more like Saints Row or stuff. Like, those yeah. games are fun. Oh, yeah, they're tons I, of fun. But I'm not necessarily biting at the bit for a sequel right away because it's like, well, you know, I wasn't all about the story in that versus something like Metal Gear Solid where it's twists and turns. It's a constant soap yes. opera. 
Um, but then you have games like the Infamous series or the uh, Assassin's Creed series where they just don't seem to take it as seriously as you'd like them to. And so it results yeah. in you having cliffhangers with big reveals and then like just all the steam getting sucked out in the next one because they either chose to ignore it or they addressed it in a terrible, terrible way. Yep. Or they just like drop it all off and start anew with like Second Son. It's like, well, why do I even care about Second Son now? It's so detached yeah. from the original Infamous. There was no links. I, I kept waiting for like the link, the way that they link it to the original game, but they never do. They never do. Yeah, so it's just stuff like that. Like, I think if they took narrative more seriously, like, that's one of the reasons why we like Fast and the Furious as yes. a movie franchise. Like, as they took as every they took every movie, all of the separate movies that were different tangents, and somehow linked them together. Exactly. So smart. Yeah, it made it worth watching. It if you got excited about anything that was going on in the story, no matter how simple, it made it a little bit easier to motivate yourself to watch the next one. While as if you compartmentalize them, it's harder to care. That's kind of like my issue with Mario and Zelda games, you know, yeah, is like... same story every time. Same story every time, and they don't really go through any lengths to, like, at this point, don't give them a timeline, because that's just stupid. Like, you can't, <laughs> yeah. you can't, but that's why it's hard for me to care then. It's like, well, we're starting from square one, and I don't feel like I'm getting the, anything out of this experience outside of just the game mechanics. Yeah, the, the Zelda timeline is a is a clusterfuck. Like, it's crazy. Like, why did they even try? Like, there's no point. That's why I refuse to even acknowledge eh, acknowledge that there's a timeline. You know, like there is there is a timeline, but no, it's not a fucking timeline. No one actually gave any thought to it. That's the thing is they didn't yeah. take it seriously, and so because of that, when they tried to construe a timeline, it was just complete and utter trash. Yeah, like. I don't know if you know about it, but it's a th it's three-way splitting time path. Like, there's a three-way split that happens at Ocarina of Time. It just sounds like it's a fan-made theory at this point, even though there is, like, they legitimately said, yeah, no, this is the timeline. Yeah, Miyamoto talked about it and said, yeah, this is the official timeline. Okay, yeah, sure, it's official in the sense that he's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that sounds good, and just slapped a sticker on it of approval. <laughs> Put the Miyamoto sticker on there. <laughs> uh, but... I don't think we'll be able to tell anytime soon. I think you can't tell from a game before it comes out in yeah. a series. You have to play it, and then you have to see how the developer treats it, honestly. Because if they like, are like, yeah, we're going to release a bunch of DLC, Not, and this isn't, don't misconstrue my words, this isn't a knock against DLC, but if they're like, yeah, we're going to release a bunch of multiplayer DLC, there's going to be a horde mode and a deathmatch, yeah. it'll be all kinds of fun. It's like, yeah, that sounds like fun. For me personally, that's probably not why I liked your game. Yeah, you know, totally. So, like, it's 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 like when uh, in Infamous, this was it, First Light, Infamous First Light, where mm -hmm. like the story mode was fine, but it was only a few hours long. But then half, more than half the game was these like battle arenas, and I was like, these battle arenas suck. And, but everyone else was like, oh yeah, battle arenas, they're so fun. I'm like, but there's like no story to it, like. It gets boring fighting the same enemies over and over again. Like, most of that game, like, it probably had 10 hours worth of battle arenas. I'm like, I don't want to fight in battle arenas. You know, like, kind of as a closing thought from me. Yes. I think the one, okay, EA. EA. They're kind of scumbags. 
They're kind of scummy. Bit. A little, little scummy. They want your money, Joe. They really want your money. And so they wanted my money so bad that they came up with this ingenious idea of making multimedia a multimedia series. A series that wasn't just a video game. It spanned other things. There were novels, movies. Yes. This was their grand scheme to squeeze mm-hmm. every last cent out of me. And to the typical gamer, you're kind of apprehensive about that. You're like, no, that sounds like a money-making scheme. And then you digest it. And you're like, I want more. And that is probably the smartest fucking thing that EA ever did when they made Dead Space. I cared about Dead Space so goddamn much. They did a very similar thing with Mass Effect, and I really like Mass Effect. I just need to finish the series. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. And those probably... Dead Space more so was the last like probably contemporary series that I can say I loved because they built up this fiction and then in the off years while you're waiting for more games they just kept churning out stuff you can like be like oh no the quality was bad which in some cases it was Mm -hmm. but it was all coherent and it was all in link with what the events of the game you know, you, you remember those movies we watched on it. You know, it's like there was actually information there that I was able to take away and then plug it into the game's world and realize what was going on. I I thought that was a really neat idea, and that goes a long way in making a game series beloved by me because mm-hmm. now it's like I'm I'm not playing a game once and then waiting two and a half years for a new one to come around, you know. Yes. It keeps the momentum going. So, I if they could do that again with something, I'd be fine, honestly. Like, I mean, I feel like that's what they want. A lot of these game series, they want to do that, but I feel like they've gotten burned with some of them in the past. They've gotten burned, but I think they've just gone about doing it differently, too, because in yeah. that approach, they were trying... At the, the end goal is to get money. Oh, yeah. Which, is that's fine. You know, get paid, but before or at least initially they're like yeah we're gonna have like multimedia as part of this you know we're gonna have books we're gonna have movies and now it's become well we can actually make just as much revenue through microtransactions yeah so why even Even, like even nintendo has delved into microtransactions joe yep have have you heard the news do you want to get into news now well, sure. This isn't really a news story, but oh. uh, but let's also go to news because we should. Yeah, um, we should. So yeah, that's... but with with the Mewtwo update that happened, uh, I can't remember if it was last week or the week before. They also added the ability to buy costumes for your me. Each mm. costume costs a dollar. I think it's a dollar. No, no, it's seventy five cents for one version of the game, or you can pay a dollar. F- 25 to have the costume on the Wii U and the 3DS versions of the game. Uh-huh. If you want to buy all the costumes, it's like 20 bucks. Nintendo is probably actually going to make a killing this year. I know. But like in the worst ways. And also, they released new Street Pass games, which that's fine. Okay, they've sold Street Pass games before, but they also released a pack have you heard of this pack that you can buy for street passing? Uh, I I heard about this through alternative, uh, 
I for, I don't know the details. If you have the it, details, tell me the it, details. Well, I, this is just going secondhand, but um, it adds what you it basically it's a software update for street passing that should just be free, but it's five dollars. It allows you to skip things. So like you know how like at the beginning it's like oh we got to introduce everybody. You can just skip that five dollars. Pay five dollars. You can always skip that. Um, you can speed. You, you can there's. You can go even faster through the puzzle pieces. Like they basically have paid for like a boost. Like it's a paid boost at five dollars. That is nasty, Nintendo. That is nasty. That's, yeah, that's like people bitch and moan about all these other microtransactions going on. But I don't. Other than like unlocking shit early, I can't think of any that have been so heinous as to just yeah. be like, yeah, we're just gonna add a fast forward button now. Yeah. Like, imagine if you had to pay that just to skip cutscenes in games. Ugh. That's just Ugh. gross. Metal Gear transaction for skipping the cutscene. Just put 25 cents in. I wouldn't be surprised if Nintendo just at some points drops this charge, makes it free, and then reimburses everyone who bought it before with, like, credit to their store. Oh, they won't reimburse. No, th- I mean... <laughs> They Nintendo w- they, is not in the... Uh, Nintendo they, does not they, give money back. Um, once upon a time, there was an internet browsing app for the Wii that was free and then became 500 Wii points. Yes. And then a certain someone may have purchased that for 500 Wii points. Yes. And then Nintendo may have contacted that person and been like, we're sorry. Oh, really? Have they, a free they... NES game. Okay. Well, I was going to say they wouldn't give you the money back. They would just give you an extra thing. They gave me credit, basically. Okay, okay. But that's what I'm saying is that they would was, give me the was, money that back. That was a dumb thing anyway. But that that's what dumb. I'm saying is they'll give you they will reimburse people with okay. credit. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I hope cuz honestly, I want the I want the enhancements. Like I get so many street passes and half the time it's like I don't really want to go through these just because it'll take forever to introduce everybody and like like why do I have to introduce everybody why can't we just get the puzzle pieces that yeah, I a want better, a better thing they could do is just expand the fucking queue why the fuck yes. can I only have 10 of me's at once that would that be would a much be better solution I will tolerate a long ass speech like line if it could just be that I don't have to fucking dump this every time. That is, yeah, th- which brings up a question, like, is it really that much data that they don't have enough space or something? Like, it couldn't be that much data. It can't it, be, right? It's, Nick, it's not that much data because you have a fucking flashcard in there. Yes. You should be able to allocate as much data as you want, and if Nintendo doesn't feel comfortable with having a dynamic, like, data range to operate in, then they should just make it larger. Because, come on, like, how much how much memory is on like the flashcard well you, the, the, you, you can expand it to be up to 32 gigs but how much what, is it like does it come with it the uh the original 3ds came with two gigs the xl comes with four there's no way that those things are going to be taking any more than like yeah no a few megs Ma- yeah maybe maybe totally so yeah yeah. I don't know. That's fucking stupid. News. The news you can use. Yeah. Speaking of microtransactions, Steam is now charging for some mod support. Or not mod support. They're charging for mods with Bethesda games. That's... So this is actually kind of interesting because I know that... Um, oh, God. What what was that? The Cities, Cities game. Cities Skylines? Cities Skylines. They were also charging for mods, and, like, people that were on the, uh, on the SimCity team, on the, that previously were on the SimCity team, were making mods for that game and, like, making a living off of it. So that's kind of interesting to is me. Is that... 
was that done in any official capacity though through steam yeah it was it was official like um they have a mod store that you can buy stuff in in city skylines that's interesting. I know they have a mods quote unquote store, but I don't recall them ever charging anything for it. Because so I, far, well, it's so, so far. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I actually I don't know if if it was charged or if it was like Patreon, where like the guy made it and he's like, "Hey, if you like it, you sh- throw me a few bucks on Patreon or something." I was like about that. to say. I think it may be Patreon, and the reason why I say this is right now, this microtransaction dealy is a deal. Um, brokered between Valve and Bethesda, which is why right now it's on Skyrim um, and Oblivion, I think, are the two. And the way it works, from what I've read, is it's a 75% cut to the publisher and Valve, and then 25% cut to to the person who actually made it. Okay. And you have to make $400 worth of you know, you have to sell four hundred dollars worth of content before you can cash out. Ooh. So, um, which honestly, if you have a popular enough mod, that wouldn't be too difficult. But that's still like that's pretty high. I mean, I don't know. What if you make like a hundred dollars? It's like, well, it would be nice to get twenty five bucks back. Yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. So. And yeah, right now the seventy five percent that goes to Valve and Bethesda. I'm not sure what the split is on that. But that is a discussion that is strictly between Bethesda and Valve. So, as I understand it, I don't think Paradox, who are the publishers of uh, City Skylines, I don't think they've actually made a deal like that yet. Okay. Um, if they were to, though, they would be in charge of negotiating that split as yes. to whether or not it'd be 50% or 75% for them and Valve. So, either way, it's kind of a scary precedent. And it kind of presents a moral quandary of modding has always been free and it's kind of been just sort of this trust Mm -hmm. issue between modder and game designer or game developer saying, okay, we'll make our game open enough that you can modify it. Yes. And then the modder can just go ahead and do it, does what he wishes. But now it's at the same time, they put so much energy into it would you think that they have a right to get compensated for all that hard work? I, th- I, I mean, I think so. I think it's, it's only fair and I think it'll bring the quality of mods up. And actually, I mean, this has been changing for a while. Like ever since team fortress two added hats, like people have made a living off of selling hats. Like th- th- this has been coming for a while. I feel cause like even unreal, the new unreal tournament, like they have an entire store where you can sell your own mods. Like th- this is something that is, I think, that's going to be the future of these multiplayer focused games where not even multiplayer multiplayer, but like these PC games where like they have an open modding framework. I feel it's going to be an entire storefront where like, Hey, I'm, I literally worked on this mod for like a year and I, now I will sell it to you and it'll add something cool to the game. And like, this is like, that could be someone's income. Like someone could work, you know, on their own, have their own little mini studio and be able to support themselves off these mods. And I think that's really cool because, you know, some people just want, that's what they want to work on instead of working at like whatever company that they would be working at otherwise. But at the same time, there's the opposite coin of valve being valve is very hands free, which is problematic because like with the introduction, introduction of green light and early access, you can now release whatever bullshit you want. Oh, yeah. 
as long as it has some minimum quality standard, which isn't that high. And, you know, you would hope that mods would get better if they're getting supported. And I think in some cases they will. Yeah. But you also run into, and I don't know if it's still up on the store, but once upon a time there was a $100 uh, better horse genitalia um, mod. <laughs> and I think it also can become problematic of there are already a bunch of people who make mods that have had them available for free online for a very long time because yes. that's just how modding has always been. What's to keep me from claim, claiming possession of a mod and up like, cause steam's workshop is completely yeah. independent of say the Nexus, which is where a bulk majority of Bethesda's mods are at. So I mean that that's up to the developer to actually put like, copyright stuff on the because you can you can put the uh what's the one that's like baseline hey this i own this blah 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 created by such and such guy like you can put that type of stuff in your in your mod like in the source code for it um i mean i mean assuming that there are ways to verify that further because you know yeah because that's that's an issue and then finally there's the copyright infringement issue because again this is all assuming that Steam or that Valve is having no part in regulating these until they've been yeah. reported. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I feel like stuff like that would be reported. People stealing. Um, I think a lot of it is. I'm, I'm glad that Valve has a hands-off approach, but they do need to make better tools for like filtering or discovery. Because sure, I think the community will do a good job of like picking out what's the what the good mods are and kind of featuring them on like either websites or like YouTube videos. But for someone that's just going in, it's like it'd be cool to have just a list of like these are the best like the most popular mods or like the top rated mods, you know, just have like a a, a, a drop down or something in the store. I think Valve needs to stop having their cake and eating it too. I think they need to stop operating like they're a big company but wanting to be a small company. They yeah. need to fucking contract out Q&A. Like, because, like, look at Apple. You know, we can put up our podcast on I on the iStore or on the yeah. store, and they manually check it to make sure we're not fucking up. Oh, yeah. And sure, yep. it, it takes some time, but they get it done, and as a result, Apple has a lot more quality yes. to their stuff. While as this bullshit, it's like, oh yeah, just release it and don't don't fuck up too badly and we won't remove you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a different philosophy. I mean, it's the same way with Android versus iOS. Like, you can throw anything up on the Android store and they won't, like, question it. On iOS, they check everything. If you're not up to their standard, you will not be on the iOS store. Like, and... I think where uh, Valve is, they want Steam to be really open, so they want to allow things to be added on unless it's, like, you know, infringing on something. And I think they just want the community to kind of filter it out. And I guess that's okay. But then if that's the case, if they're going to rely on the community to filter shit out... They need better tools. They need... Well, one, they need better tools, but that's also a very reactive way of handling the problem they need to get better fucking customer support because I don't want to fucking have to deal with spending money on something and then having for whatever reason it be broken or not what I wanted. And it's their policy that they do not give refunds. Yeah. I've I've tried. Exactly. It's fucking bullshit. So, or if they do by some inexplicable reason to, then they will 
credit you. It stays in yeah. their system. And I think right now they do have a 24-hour return policy. Uh, no. I think they do for this. I tried, I tried with that roller coaster no, 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 tycoon no, 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 no. game. With that these mods. Work. With these mods. Oh, with the mods. With the mods. With okay. these mods exclusively. Not with games. Okay. With the mods. Well, that, 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 makes, that makes sense. That, that ma- works. It makes it better, but it's, again, if you do have it, if you do return it, they still keep your fucking money. Yeah. Which is still pretty fucking scummy. You know, it's not, especially if, especially it's a 24 hour return policy. You know, this isn't like, oh, I bought a game for GameStop and returned it four days later. You know, like at that, in that time you could have done some sketch shit with it. Oh, but GameStop has a one week return policy. I know this because when I was a kid, I would literally buy a game, play it, return it, get another game, play it, return it. Like, <laughs> well, that's it what I'm saying. If they can, shitty be, that, times if they can be that flexible, though, why yeah. the fuck can't Valve? And the reason why, that I, the only reason why I can see Valve saying that they can't is because, oh, we don't have enough manpower to do it. And it's like, well, that's your own fucking fault. You have money. Contract out Q&A. You know, you don't yeah. want to exceed a 250 employee limit? Tough shit. You know, like, I don't... I I know that their philosophy is keep it small, keep it simple. Yeah, they they keep it small, and that's why they are the most profitable company per uh per uh person in the company of any company. Like they, they're the most profitable per uh god damn it employee. per capita per employee. Okay, yeah. but yeah, but that being said, if you're going to be the internet's storefront to video games, you're gonna have to fucking get bigger, dude. Like I'm sorry, it's just it's just the it's just the reality of the situation, yeah. you know. I'm not going to ask you to go out and hire teams and gobs of developers, but at least have s- attribute more manpower to your customer service end of things. Even if you have to contract to fucking India, that's still better than having no response in like nine days. Yeah, you know. I mean, I'd like to see. Before they start contracting anything out, I'd like to see them just improve the tools because I feel like a lot of this could just be automated. Like, like oh, I want a refund for this thing I bought. Well, it can literally check when you bought it, and like it can check your Steam history of like how long you played it. So you can like basically like, well, I bought it 24 hours ago and I played it for 10 minutes and saw it was shit. So then it could be like, yeah, sure, that makes sense. But like, if it was like. Well, I bought it 24 hours ago, and I've been playing it for 13 hours. Well, maybe you're just trying to get your money back for something that you actually did enjoy. Exactly. Yeah, there are better ways to monitor this, and they refuse to work on that end. Yeah, so... Moving on... Yes. Uh... I guess... Fuck, I don't know. What do you want? Joe, let's talk about Sony. Let's talk about Sony. We know about Sony. What's up with Sony? They have... They've revised their fiscal 2015 forecast. They're making more money or less money, Peter? They are making a lot more money. What? They have revised it from 20 billion yen to 68 billion yen. Wait, a, uh, holy shit, what? So PS4, they tripled it? Yeah, PS4 is selling a lot. A lot more than they thought it would. Is that worldwide, or is there a particular region that has had a recent boom? Or is it's, that just in general? World, this is just worldwide. Uh, this is their income forecast, so I don't think... I'm trying... I don't know. I'm, I'm never sure if it's, like, this is, like, how much money they're making, or how much, like, how much money, like, overall they're making, or how much profit it is, but this, they have revised their... 
income forecast to be triple of what it was. Isn't it? What is it? Isn't it? Is revenue? Revenue is the money they they are making, and then yeah. income is that considered profitability? I don't know. This news story just says income. So. Yeah, I think revenue is just net, like all yeah. all the money. Well, no, like you either know. way, Sony's making a lot of money on PS4. Awesome. Which is like their only profitable thing. Like everything else they lose, like they suck, they haven't been able to sell TVs, they can't sell phones, like every other part of Sony is losing money. They've been losing money on movies for years, like, so it's interesting that video games have come to save the day for Sony. They just gotta downsize some departments or just cut them off. They, They really do. Did you hear about their new music player they just launched? They launched another music player? They launched a new music player with the, um, they're going for the high-end market, saying that this music player plays uncompressed music and even has, like, a special input jack for uncompressed sound to headphones. Guess how much it costs, Joe? I'm gonna guess that, oh, wait, so the music, is it an actual physical music player? It's a physical music player. Like like, a receiver? Like an i like an iPod, but like way bigger and like chunkier because it's supposed to be like high end equipment. So it's like a so I'm gonna ballpark five grand. Yeah, you're you're pretty close. It's it's a few thousand dollars. Okay. How that's insane. Like how much better could it possibly be than just like listening to the, MP the, the listening issue, to music on the your issue? Health? Like I appreciate uncompressed. Like I think that's cool. Yeah. But you have to find actual uncompressed audio first. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, so I don't know. Like, you can't really... Sh- you could try streaming that stuff, oh, you, but... Oh, you can't. I mean... There's no, it, there's no uncompressed streaming... Uh, that's true. Options. Well, that's what I'm saying is you... When I say air quotes try, it's not yeah. really possible unless you're downloading what would be gigabytes... Like, I don't know, you know, you know what I mean. It's, yeah, like, uh, an uncompressed song can literally be hundreds of megs for just, like, a couple minutes. Right, so it just wouldn't be practical, honestly. Yeah. So, that's weird. Weird news from Sony. Yeah. You, some other weird news. Square Enix is having a press conference for E3 this year. <sighs> I think they're just trying to rally people behind Final Fantasy fifteen. I guess so, but guess or, what or time 14, it's at? 14, or yeah, 15. Um, what 15. time? It's like, at the same time as Nintendo's conference. So I'm going to guess that they have nothing going on with Nintendo then. Yeah, well also just like, who's going to watch the Square Enix conference over the Nintendo conference? I'm actually surprised Nintendo is even having a conference. I thought they weren't going to E3 anymore. Well, they okay. When I say conference, I mean their Nintendo Direct. Well, then maybe they, that do, they don't have a conference anymore, but they do a Nintendo Direct at every year at a certain time. Maybe that's less to do with Square Enix decisions and more. Well, maybe it was one of those things where like E3 was like, yeah, we have this time slot open for a press conference. Yeah. What do you want to do? And they're like, but that's during Nintendo's. And they're like, well, you're gonna have to take it or leave it. Cause, I guess so. You know, I think I think that was just one of those things where Nintendo does what they do, and now E three is like, well, we're going to continue operating as we always have, and mm-hmm. then Square Enix got shafted, and they're like, yeah. God damn it, okay, fine, we'll take it because if we don't take it, 
we've lost precedent of coming back. You know how it is. They have to continue to be active at and E3. And we'll see what sort of Final Fantasy VII news they have this time. Uh, <laughs> it's coming to well, your mobile devices. Do you think that they have... Do you, Okay, how will you be disappointed? Well, I think we'll all be disappointed, but if they don't announce anything new and it's just all about Final Fantasy 15, won't that be kind of disappointing? It's like you made an entire conference just to talk about Final Fantasy 15. Like, I well, feel like they should, they, I think they need to announce something. Well, keep in mind they're a publisher something. too. Yeah. So like, is the new Tomb Raider going to have any involvement? Like, is there's, I mean, it, it'll probably be there. What about, uh, I thought it was getting delayed though. Uh, well, there's also Deus Ex. They haven't really yeah. given any discussion about the next one of those that's coming out. So I would wager that if ever there was a time to announce a new one, it'd be during E3. Yeah. Um. I guess. I guess I'm thinking. I guess for some reason I keep thinking like Square Enix needs to be making a new IP at some point, right? Like they yep. keep they keep vibing on the same series over and over again. Like there's got to be something new coming. Well, right? there's bravely bravely second. That's not new. That's not new, but that's what I'm saying is if I'm just trying to pull shit out of my ass that, that they would talk <laughs> about, there's probably some shit. Well, nope. Never mind. I was going to say, there's probably some shit for the PS Vita. And I'm like, no way. <laughs> that's stupid. Yeah. Let's not be crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. Like they, <clears throat> I can't think of really too much else. Yeah. I'm probably missing a Western IP that they have. I mean, in the West, it just seems overdue. like it's, it's Tomb Raider and Deus Ex. There, I, there has to be another one. I, 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 there has to be another something that they've put out. Um, they might tease Kingdom Hearts three some more. They might have more on that. I don't know. I thought that that team was working on fifteen. Maybe, I or the the director is at least. I think. Yeah. But I don't. I think that I think that game's on hold for a little bit. Yeah, which is crazy that it it's been on hold for a long time. But it's fucking <laughs> stupid, honestly. Um, I wouldn't put it past them to announce maybe another remastered of a previous title. Sure. I'm just trying to what Why what not? would like what would blow people out of the water? Well, uh, we're remastering twelve. I don't fucking know, or we're. We're, or no, we're porting you know, 13 we'll to the PS4. Remaster 7. Remaster 7. That's what would blow people out of uh, the water. I mean, that would kill the whole goddamn ocean. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that's not going to happen. You and I both know that's not going to happen. Oh, yeah. Of course Unless they announce 7 for mobile devices. Again, theory. No. Don't know. Um, may- Maybe they release the ultimate Final Fantasy collection and it's fucking one through six on the PS4 because you know, fuck you, you're not getting seven or eight or nine. And and it's one through six, but it's not the versions you want. It's like ports of the PS1 version with yep. load times intact. Intact. Probably though, I can imagine them loading much faster. But you know, you don't want you want the you want the Super Nintendo version or the Nintendo versions of those. The some of those are kind of jank, and also. The PS1 didn't the PS1 versions add like weird cutscenes? Yeah, but I I don't think that was necessarily a, that was never an issue. Okay. The cutscenes were well because the cutscenes were typically at the beginning um, hmm. of the game, like there was an intro and an outro cutscene, so to speak. 
Okay. And those actually were, for the time, were pretty good. So that wasn't, like, they were seven, eight, nine quality of cutscene. You know, there was actually some care. But, I mean, keep in mind, though, two, three, and five never reached it to the West. So exposure to those were only ever done, well, two and five were only ever done through their PS1 collections. Three, yeah. well, three came out on the DS, so... Didn't some of them come out on the Game Boy Advance, or am I mistaken? Nope, you're right. Those came out, and those were typically... Yeah, those were more true than the PS1. So, like, yeah, they originally came out in their formats, you know, Famicom, Super Famicom, NES, Super NES, and then they did the PS1 ports, and those tweaked a lot. And then the Game Boy Advance versions of those games were like basically the PS1 games and then had further tweakage that made them easier. Like they just kept it getting easier with each iteration. And to be fair, if you go back and play the original ones, at least one, two, and three are balls hard. So it's not necessarily a bad change, but I don't know. That that's those are my only theories again. Wait, did Square Enix put out Thief? Who put uh, out Who put out Thief? I don't I don't think they did. What about who put out Dishonored? No, that was I thought that was like Bethesda or something. Was that Bethesda then who put out Dishonored? Was that also Bethesda or was That's that Square? That's also Bethesda. That's also Bethesda. All right, fuck, I don't know anymore. Okay. Well, yeah, I got nothing. Um Okay. I guess Wait, wait. What? Wait. What? No, Thief is Thief is Square Enix. Well, there you go. Thief 2. Coming this holiday. To get delayed until spring. Because who fucking wants Thief 2? Not many people, I don't Nobody. think. Nobody. Literally no one wants that. Uh, moving on. Uh, I don't know if... Did we already know that Windows 10 was coming out in July? We knew it was coming out in the summer. We did not know what when in the summer. Well, apparently the AMD CEO says it's coming out in July. Yes, I saw that. That was a slip of the tongue on his part. What a fucking dumbass. <laughs> Moving like on. He, afterwards, oh. he was like, wait, they didn't announce that? Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, um, Atlas says, has a new RPG coming out for the PS4. Good. Probably can expect announcements at E3. Um, probably... Probably Shin Megami Tensei, whether or not it's Persona or something yeah. else, I don't know. I don't play many Atlas games, but whenever they put out a game, I'm happy and excited because they just seem like kind of like an underdog, and I'm glad that they're getting some success. They're also kind of, in my opinion, one of the last bastion for good Japanese RPGs. Yes, they really are. Like, for a while, a, there were a lot that kind of came out from all, like, sides. Like, Sega had some and Fantasy Star. Um, and then, you know, Square Enix had Final Fantasy. They have uh, Dragon Warrior. Um, they had t the Tales series. Yeah, just go back to, like, the PS1 and PS2. Like, 70, pr like f maybe 50% of those games were, like, Japanese RPGs. Like, yeah. it was a lot. Everyone and now was there's, putting like, them none. out. There's, like, none, and the ones that are around are just not what they used to be. Mm -hmm. um, but Atlas seems to be, like, one of the last few um, companies that's actually, like, trying to put out, like, what we what you would call traditional JRPGs. 
um, both in character development and in gameplay. So, yeah, it is exciting to see something from them. Um, uh, Joe, are on. you excited? Are you oh. excited for Pokemon Tournament? Nope. I'm kind of excited in like a weird way. The thing is, they have not announced that it was coming to America at all. And it apparently is only going to be in arcades in Japan. So who knows if it'll ever come here. But they've announced that uh, they actually had an entire trailer for it. But Gengar is confirmed for Pokemon Tournament. Yeah, like it's it's something that's curious to me. Uh, yeah. Just because like, you know, cross cross game stuff is always interesting to see at least. But I'm not like, you know... I'm still trying to figure out who this game is for. Like, me too. It's so weird. Because, like, is there a lot of cross-section of Tekken fans and Pokemon fans? None. Like, (laughs) this is how it's going to go. Like, I feel like the game is going to come out, and Nintendo's going to have their hands on it really, like, vigorously. So it's going to be probably pretty easy to play. It's going to have some design decisions that makes it more party-oriented. Um... So because of that, the fighting game fans aren't going to give a shit because uh, they're going to just be like, oh, it's not balanced or something yeah. like that. So then, okay, well, we'll look to the other side of the aisle here. Uh, we have the Pokemon fans. Do they actually give a shit about a Pokemon fighting game? I mean, I thought the the fascination with Pokemon was collecting training and them. battling them and training them. Like, yeah. So my one of my roommates is really, like, super into Pokemon, like, he plays it constantly and is constantly training up a new team. Like every other week it's like, Oh yeah, now I'm training a team that does this. I'm like, sure. You, you go, man, you do that. Um, and we've talked about Pokemon before and for him, it's, it's mostly a curiosity, but he doesn't seem to care too much about it. Exactly. So, so that's all, that's the only like thing I can say about the one Pokemon fan that I really know. Yeah. It's like the mystery dungeons and that shit. When that came out, it's like, those were Pokemon games but the only people who ever seemed to have them were young kids. Like, I yeah. don't know anyone who was into Pokemon who was like, yeah, I'm going to get the Mystery Dungeon game. Like, I'm not saying that they were bad games, but they were appealing to a different demographic. And this is that scenario, though, where I feel like it's even further removed. Yeah. You know? So. But for me, if it comes out here, I would get it just because I think it's crazy that they've made a Tekken game that has Pokemon in it. Like, that's crazy. I mean, it's interesting. Uh, I mean, it's not any crazier to me than when they put Link in Soul Calibur. <laughs> but they didn't make an entire Zelda Soul Calibur game. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, we'll see how that goes. Yes. Uh, Gears of War Trilogy remaster rumored? Yes. So... A source has told Polygon that this is happening, and they've released several updates basically saying, like, oh, yeah, we've seen screenshots. Like, it's it's real. So I'm just going to say that it's probably real. It that seems sounds real. like a safe bet. If I were to put any bets down, I'd say that that's probably one yeah. of the safest. The only thing I'm kind of miffed about, well, I'm not really miffed, but I... Uh, stupidly bought all three of the games when they were on sale a few months ago and now I'm like man I could have just waited for this like re-release that was like in H- super HD or whatever just get all those thousand achievement points oh geez for all those games now there's no just way I would get a thousand score. the multiplayer uh, achievements they oh would god never that's true well 
actually, if it comes out well enough, maybe it would just be an interesting, like, I wonder how they're going to handle their multiplayer. Yeah, after the Halo debacle. Yeah, like, do you think, I wonder if they're going to try to uniform or unify the engine such that I don't think they will. That was such a clusterfuck. I don't see them doing it. I I think they will just have it separate. I think what they need to do is they need to unify the engines, make all the games, and just have the trilogy of the story, and then just have one multiplayer mode. And it just Hmm. is just a bunch of the maps, and then you know you have your horde mode and stuff like that. Okay. I don't know. I mean that could happen. Honestly, I I think that it'll just be straight up the original games, just remastered. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I don't think I don't think they're wanting to take that chance that they took with Halo. Halo just had so many other issues that, like, Halo's issue I think was largely their netcode. Yeah. You know, I think if they could just have good netcode, I think they could unify unify all of it. You don't even really have to like retrieve assets from the, like if you're just working with a similar engine, or if you could just somehow recreate a lot of those multiplayer levels. Mm-hmm. That's really all you need to do. That actually brings up a good point in that when they were doing Halo, they were unifying the Halo engine, the Halo 2 engine, the Halo 3 engine, the Halo 4 engine. Like Those are all dramatically different engines, while Gears of War has always run on, always run on Unreal 3. So that right. might be, it might be easier. So just take out the multiplayer mode and each individual executable introduce well not each individual executable but you know you have a menu Gears of War 1 Gears of War 2 Gears of War 3 multiplayer and then the multiplayer is just like here's all these maps you know we're not even gonna really be like oh yeah filter it by Gears of 1 Gears of War 1 like maybe have that as an option Mm -hmm. but Halo did it differently where I think you had to play exclusively Halo 1's multiplayer or Halo 2's multiplayer it was all on a on a separate menu option, all the same. Well, you could shuffle through any of the maps from any game, but it would load in the physics from that game. Oh, okay, yeah. So I can imagine why that would be a clusterfuck. Yeah, like it was smart in that it was like, well, it's the Halo One map, so we need to load in the Halo One like game rules. But if if you played a Halo Two map, it would load in the Halo Two game rules, so that way it would play exactly like it did in the original games. Yeah, I think this one could be easily easier to manage than that. I don't know, we'll see. Yeah, I'm I'm curious about it. Um, yeah, Alan you go Wake. Ahead. Yes. Sequel. Did you play I can't remember. Did you play Alan Wake? Never played Alan Wake. Oh, you need you would be all about it being a, the guy you like horror stuff, right? Uh, that's I've not heard I've not heard that it is especially spooky. No, but it's like a survival horror style, and it, you you would like it. It's 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 goofy in a way that I think you would enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. I played through Alan Wake and that downloadable sh- really short game that was like a couple hours, mm-hmm. and really really liked them. And apparently, the Re- remedy has said that hey, Alan Wake two, it's it, it's it's probably coming. Like they they talk they don't really say, but like they've basically said they talk about it like it's coming. They they say like oh it could be on any platform. I'm like okay sure, why not? Like it could be on any platform. Because because the original one was exclusive to Xbox, but um, they're saying yeah it could be on PlayStation. I don't see why not. And they're like okay cool, 
can you make make it make the game <laughs> hopefully i i would be interested in seeing it um and if it needs the first game to be to add like context to it then i would gladly play it then you i don't see how it couldn't because it's a it's it's very much a story based game very much so Unless you play as a different character who's reading Alan Wakes's uh, stories, oh, no. yep. There, there's the detachment. But it's called Alan. Oh. He just becomes an author. It'd be like having a video game called Stephen King, <laughs> basically. Yeah, that actually would work as a premise. I feel where it's just like Alan Wake is now an author, and now you're like using. So well, he is an author, right? Isn't he? Isn't that the premise, or is he a journalist? I forget which he is. I think you should play the game, Joe. Does he not write shit? I don't want to tell you what happens in the game. <sighs> you are, you are skirting on very close grounds about the game. Was 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 he You're, actually the character did, being written about in did the it, book? Did, 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 the stuff he writes down we can't do happens this. We to can't him. Do this now. Oh, we can't fuck. do this now. All right, we'll do it later then. <laughs> um, let's have a quick amiibo minute. All right, amiibo minute starting now. Okay, um, Silver Mario has been spotted in some stores databases, so that's coming. Um, doesn't seem to be exclusive, and tomorrow, well. It's already happened by the time this podcast has come out, but Monday there will be Greninja pre-orders at Toys R Us, and I'm going to be there, and I will pre-order. That is the Amiibo Minute. Thank you for the Amiibo 30 seconds brought yes. to you by Peter. That looks like a wrap. <laughs> I have one... I, I have potentially two more things, but for sure one more thing. All right, let's hear it. The two things or the one thing? Use your best judgment. This is not video game related. Go Sony, on. Sony is making an animated Spider-Man film. That's not the that's not the big deal. It's being made by the Lego Movie guy. It'll probably be good then. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Okay, now is <coughs> the now the story that I actually wanted to tell. Konami is pulling PT from the PlayStation Store. Oh yeah, I remember reading that. So go out and download that now. Yeah, that is so shitty. Like, why would they pull it? They had a good thing and then they fucked up. That's what they did. Do you think it's linked to Kojima leaving? Yes. That's so shitty. Hundred percent. Was it not his studio who made it? It was Kojima. Yeah, they made it. Yep. But it's like Konami, like. All of your, like, this is one of the best things Konami has put out in years. And they're like, yeah, we're taking it off the store. It's like, what the fuck are you I doing? I wonder if there's a copyright issue here. I wonder Maybe. if, I wonder because if Kojima was the director on it, I wonder if he has some say in the property or has some, like, tie copyright-wise to the property. And because Maybe. he's leaving Konami, it's his intellectual property, and he's given the go-ahead to take it down because... That's Otherwise, he'd have to sell that to Konami or something like that, you know? That's crazy. I mean... So, yeah, yep. anyone who wants to play this, you need to download it within the next, what? By the end of the week, by the end of this week, you need to download it. Can you re-download it? 
if you've already once downloaded you've, yeah, it. Yeah, once you've downloaded it, it's yours forever. This brave new digital future. I know this because there have been um, rock band songs taken down that I bought, and I can still re-download them. All right. All right. Sounds good. Well, then with that, that is a wrap. That is a wrap. You've been listening to an episode of Shit Gamers Say. You can find us on social media. Simply look at, use our handles that I've put in the description for this episode. Uh, because it's too cumbersome to spell them out. Yep, you can predominantly find us on Twitter. You can also find both of us on PSN and Steam. You can find Peter at Xbox Live. You can also find us streaming shit from time to time on Twitch. Sometimes. Come visit our website, zucchinithumbs.com, where we have a bunch of other stupid shit posted, like videos and such. Also send us emails, zucchinithumbs at gmail.com. Write us about anything. 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 Please. This podcast is also in association with the Ohio State Podcast Network. Simply go to go.osu.edu forward slash podcasting to listen to other podcasts like this one. And with all that being said, thank you very much for listening.